My name is Emily. I've been diagnosed with anxiety, depression, and OCD tendencies. And I love my freaking life. Hey, hey, welcome to the fifth episode of the Love Your Freaking Life podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about diagnosing mental illness, what that can look and feel like, and how important it is for the rest of your journey going forward. I want to preface quick and say that I'm not a mental health professional. I'm just speaking from my experience as well as trusted sources I've found, which I will try to cite throughout this podcast. I also just really quickly want to say thank you for your patience and your grace as I figure out editing and sound quality and how to run this podcast. Um, There's definitely a learning curve that comes with it, but I'm so grateful that you're here listening to what I have to say. That being said, let's jump right into talking about the importance of your diagnosis. If you've noticed in the introduction to this podcast, I use the word diagnosed. It's important to me to talk about my diagnosis rather than to say I have anxiety or I suffer with depression or sometimes I feel OCD because I've spent a lot of time working with mental health professionals, with doctors and therapists and psychiatrists to understand my diagnosis and how it affects my day-to-day life. But trust me when I say that I've not always been confident saying, yeah, I've been diagnosed with X, Y, and Z. (laughs) That's not something that is easy. Having those labels and the stigma that comes with them is a difficult thing to work through, but it's so, so important to the rest of your well-being. Because let's be honest, no one wants to label what's wrong with them. I wish you could see that I'm using air quotes, but it's so difficult to go into a doctor, a mental health specialist, even just to someone you trust and say, hey, I'm not okay. I think something's wrong. That is one of the most difficult steps in this entire process is admitting that maybe something isn't quite right. But I'm telling you that this is the most important first step if you want to start feeling better. Whatever it is that you're feeling, whether it's an anxiety or a panic or a depression or mixed moods or there are so many mental illnesses. And while I only have experiences with a couple of them, If you're feeling that something isn't right, you don't deserve to feel that way. You don't have to live like that. And that's why going to a trusted professional is the most important first step. And maybe you've already done this and you understand your diagnosis and you're ready to move forward with it. But I'm going to break it down from the beginning for those that maybe haven't taken that first step yet. If you're in that position and something's just not right, but you're ready to start this journey and you're ready to get better, I highly recommend going to someone in your life that you trust first. For me, I was so, so blessed to have my mom to take on this journey with me. It might be a parent for you. It might be a sibling or a close friend or close relative. Whoever it is that you can trust to say, hey, I want to get help for this, but I don't want to do this alone. Because I promise there is someone, probably a lot of people, but I know you can think of someone in your life that loves and cares about you enough to start this journey with you.
choosing to go into the doctor, like I said, if you have someone trusted that will go with you, it's such a good feeling to have backup. But otherwise, even if you choose to go in alone, it's hard to know what to say, right? It's hard to even know where to begin. Thankfully, (laughs) doctors are so incredibly trained and ready to handle this kind of thing. One thing that helped me through was realizing that I'm not the first person to ever feel this way. Nothing that I say to this doctor or this mental health professional or this psychiatrist is going to shock them. And sometimes it makes you feel alone and you're like, no, I, but, but it's me and you don't understand. It's different. But truly, these healthcare professionals, they are trained for this. And I think it's important to remember that and remember that they're here and ready to help you. When you go in with a concern, essentially, they're going to ask a whole bunch of questions. And if you're anything like me, you're going to sit and cry (laughs) and try to answer the questions the best you can. If I can say anything, it's to be so incredibly honest, even when it hurts. Especially in that setting, when you're sitting there face to face with a doctor, it's so easy to blow it over and be like, oh yeah, I'm just kind of sad sometimes, sort of. But if you're stinking sad all the time, and you don't want to get out of bed in the morning, please, please share that with them. Please let them know how bad it is. Because like I said, you're not going to scare them. The only thing you're going to do is give them accurate information to begin helping you. So you'll have this really tough conversation and depending on who you went to see. So if you went to your family doctor or physician instead of a mental health specialist right away, likely they're going to recommend you see a mental health specialist. But even a lot of the time, I think your personal doctor will be able to tell you what they think is going on. Of course, some cases, like I said, I only have experience with a few types of mental illness, but in some cases, they may not try to diagnose and may send you to a mental health specialist and get that opinion. But in my situation, I've been able to get a lot of my understanding and diagnosis straight from my doctor, which I'm really thankful for. But let me tell you that it kind of, actually, no, it really sucks. Even when you know that something's not right, to be looked at and said, yeah, Emily, you have an anxiety disorder. Oof, no thank you. I don't want it. I don't want to have a diagnosed mental illness. No thanks. Um, That makes it sound very real and scary, and that's not me. I'm okay. I'm fine. Right? If you haven't ever felt that way, you probably will. (laughs) That's just the truth is it sucks to almost have that label slapped on you like, dang it, now I'm a person with anxiety. But there's so much power in having and understanding your label, your diagnosis. One of the most important things about this is it helps you realize that you're not alone. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, one in five adults in the United States live with a mental illness. One in five. And... When you have your specific diagnosis, your specific type of mental health, you're able to look at those statistics too. You can look at 
all these other people and be like, you know, wait a second, I'm not crazy. You mean other people feel like this too? You mean there's an entire mental health community of people that deal with things similar to what I deal with? That is so freeing. I don't think, I know I didn't take the time at the moment because I just saw it as a label and all the stigmas attached to it and everything that was wrong with me. And I didn't take the time to be like, wait, now I'm a part of a group. I'm a part of a community that may understand what I'm going through. Of course, no one's lived your exact life. No one experiences things the same way. And in future episodes, I want to talk about specifically how I've experienced my different types of mental illness within my life. But just overall, there's people in the world that understand you. And there's so much power when you can accept that. That's one way that right off the bat, having a diagnosis helps. Now... As far as treatment, as far as starting to get better, like I said, this is the very first step in trying to get better. But now your doctor, your mental health specialist, your therapist, whoever it is that you will be working with, they know where to start. It gives them an idea of what may work for you if you choose to go the route of taking medication. I'm excited to do an episode on that because there's a huge stigma around taking medication to help your mental illness and frankly it's ridiculous and you need to do what you need to do to take care of yourself and it's important and I'll go off on that tangent another day. But whether you choose to go the medication route, I hope, I hope you choose to go to the therapy route, however you're going to choose to deal with this mental illness, you have a starting place now and it's so amazing to be able to start. So the first step is getting that diagnosis and understanding what the heck is going on in your brain. And the next step is starting to get better. How, how freaking cool is that? Like you, you get to do it now. You get to get better. You get to work towards learning how to handle and live with your mental illness. Because I'm going to be brutally honest, it may not go away. Mental illness for a lot of people isn't something that's just snap your fingers, curable. Here's a pill, you're fine now. You did a month of therapy, you're great now. No, probably not. I've been dealing with mental illness for, like I said, almost as long as I can remember. And it's always a journey, but I'm in such a better place now I have so many tools to help me deal with that, and that's because I started. Aside from just being able to get started, there's also different things as far as making sure that if you're on any other medications or treatments that your doctor knows to work with your current diagnosis as well as past things you had going on. It helps your insurance understand that there's a diagnosis there etc. There's a lot of logistics behind it, but the important part for you and your journey is you have a starting space. I also think it's important to note that this may change. The way you're feeling and the things you're experiencing or different things you experience in life may change your mental health diagnosis. Mine has a lot. 
it may take time to uncover different parts of it. It took a very long time, and I'll talk about this more in a later episode, but it took a long time to diagnose my OCD tendencies separate from my anxiety and understand that those are different things. There have been times where my depression is more prominent and I'm dealing with that. There's times where my anxiety is more prominent. I'm dealing with that. A combination of both. Like, there's, there's so much that goes into this journey. But like I said, you just need to start. And whether you're just now thinking about going to the doctor, do it. This is your sign. If you're waiting for a sign, this is it. Please, please, please start the journey to take care of yourself. Or... Whether you have your diagnosis, you understand it, you've just started therapy. Whether you've been in therapy for years, whether you're decades out from your mental illness and it's something you just keep dealing with every day. Wherever you are in that journey, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for wanting a better life, for wanting to love your freaking life. You want to get better. I know you do. I... I hope you don't want to be miserable, and if that's the case, you don't deserve to be. You deserve to enjoy this big, beautiful life despite your mental illness. I've said it before, and I'll keep saying it because you do. And understanding your diagnosis is the first step. If you would like more insight into this, aside from just me talking about my experience, there's two articles I'd like to highly recommend. One of them is on Psychology Today, and it's called How Do You Diagnose a Mental Illness? It's written by David Sussman, PhD, and the other article can be found on the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and it's the article called Understanding Your Diagnosis. So please look at those resources. There are a million of them. Google diagnosing mental illness, and you'll find so many, but those are two that I think really break down what I said coming from professionals. (laughs) Like I said, I'm just here to share my experience. Thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode. I hope it gave you a better understanding of what getting a diagnosis and working through that looks like and why that's empowering as heck. As always, please reach out to me if there's anything you'd like me to elaborate on within this or things that you would like me to talk about in the future. I'm super open to whatever anyone wants to hear about my journey, whatever I can do research on and provide resources on. However I can help within this platform is why I'm here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you go out today and you love your freaking life and you take care of your mental health and I will talk to you soon.